In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. So back on the Lance J Radio Network, I actually have, I'm with, I'm with my cousin, Dr. Joel Boyce. Of uh, He is the vice principal of Towers High School in Decatur, Georgia, and he also is the owner of JCB Ed Pro, uh, which is his personal consulting firm. He's, he's going to talk uh, further in the segment today about helping people with their dissertation, helping people with their, with their books, and, and just a myriad of, of different topics that, that he helps from, from an editing perspective. But we have a guest with us. We have uh, Jasmine Womack who is actually, um, Joel, I believe you said that you you are one of her support staff or you consult for, for Jasmine. So, so I'm, a, I'm one of the I'm one of the coaches for the Impact coaches Group. Coaches for the Impact and Group. And this, okay. this is, I work with Jasmine, so she is my business mentor, but she's oh, also my wow. boss. All right. so. Oh, so she's your boss. See, I didn't know that. So it's just, I'm not, I'm not getting all the She, the, the, she probably the, the wouldn't like me to say that, but she's, so uh, she's my boss. So she, I right. definitely listen to her and she's my, she's my business mentor right. on top of everything else. Well, it's very nice to have you on the show, Jasmine. Um, I wanted to bring you in because Joel spoke so very highly of you and the, and the things that you do. I know that you're very focused on, on brand building and wanted to give you a few minutes on the platform to just talk about your background as, as we're doing this symposium this week on, on education on the Lance Day Radio Network. Awesome, awesome. Super excited to be here. Thanks again, Dr. Boyce, for plugging me in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my name is Jasmine. I am the CEO of the Impact Group, and we are an online coaching, consulting, and mentoring company. And we work with experienced coaches who have not hit the six-figure mark yet. All right. And we help them bundle their brilliance inside of a best-selling book and turn their book into multiple six figures. And so we do this by helping um, coaches to elevate their branding, of course, build, build, and build, grow, and scale their business through professional storytelling and turning their information, turning their books, turning their knowledge into uh, courses, coaching programs, uh, curriculums, and more. So how did you get into that, Jasmine? Is it, is it something that you plan? Tell us a little bit about your background and, 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 and how you got and matriculated into to your current role. Um, I can't, I can't uh, answer that question without smiling because I was a middle school teacher for 12 years, okay. which is how I actually met Dr. Boyce. <laughs> he, he was my assistant principal. And um, I was teaching, I taught 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And um, I had a goal to write a book I had actually left I believe it was on maternity leave for several months and uh, when I came back I was trying to finish my book up <laughs> and um, I finished the book I wrote the book um, in 12 days and wow. shortly after that we, you know we moved forward into marketing launching it and honestly the rest was history um, because I was teaching at the time, I didn't have a lot of flexibility that a lot of people in my circle had, like in terms of being able to go speak and things like that, because I couldn't just take off of work. You know, I had a responsibility to the students that I that I um, served every single day. And so that's when I began to leverage the online space. 
so I began to leverage Facebook at the time. Instagram was somewhat new. It had only been around for maybe three years. And I looked at it as a free marketing tool. Like sure. I had a tool to reach people, no, you know, no matter their location, as long as I showed up. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and so I used um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube to, you know, share information about my book, to market my book, promote my book, put myself out there as a speaker. Then other people started asking me to help them. Wow. And they were willing to pay me to do it. Wow, well, that's, yeah, that's, um, now I'm going to throw you a curveball. What was it like? Because Joel, Joel's my cousin. I've known Joel for, for, I'm 43. I've known Joel for at least 40 years. I mean, I've known him pretty much my whole life. We were actually roommates for, for a brief period in, in Academy. What was it like working with Joel? Cause Joel is a real different type of guy. Like Come he's on, not, man. he's not, uh, you know, he's not, he's not always the easiest person to, to be around. I'm sure that he's extremely professional, but, but what was it like with Joel being your vice principal? What was, what was his demeanor like? Cause he's saying, <laughs> he's saying that he's the first person to greet the kids when they get off the bus and he's giving them food and water and teaching them being a father and teaching them about teaching about the, the accepting Christ as their savior I and all of this, <laughs> all of this different type of stuff. What was it really like working with Joel? He was the same person that he is now. He all was right. just super I, right. I knew that he was a. I knew that he was a ball of knowledge. Okay, that's, and I would, I would they, agree with that. Yeah, like um, at that time, also before I before I was put on bed rest by my doctor, mm. I was working on my specialist degree, and I had to get a certain number of hours. And so, Doctor Boyce, I had two administrators who were who were readily helping me. And he was one of them. So I would be in his office, <laughs> you know, trying to get my hours in mm. for, for, for my career or whatnot. And, and, part, and part of the requirements is that I had to shadow an administrator, you know, for X amount of time. And so I would ask him questions about what he was doing um, and just, you know, just kind of mentor, uh, be a mentee. And I would just take notes and do whatever I had to do for my coursework. But we had a conversation. I forgot how it started. But he was talking about teachers pay teachers or something like that. And so he mentioned to me that he made a certain amount of money selling digital products on teachers pay teachers. And I was like, hold up. Like, that's my entire salary. How are you making that online? You know, and so that was really one of the first triggers to help me understand the type of income that you could make in the online space. Definitely. When you am packaging your knowledge and um doing it in a different way he was providing you know using the teachers pay teachers platform and providing curriculums and lesson plans on there and making five figures just passively (laughs) and so um a few months later when i was on bed rest i had gotten exposed to it again because i was home all the time online on social media and so um, I had gotten exposed to it again. And I was like, you know what I can do? I'm like, if these people, people that I was watching, um, who didn't have half of the education that I had, who didn't have, you know, who, 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 who I knew I had a lot of, you know, intellectual skills or whatnot. I was just like, if they can do it, I know I can. Well, if this person over here, you know, dropped out of high school or whatnot and, and, you know, made a goal of their talent and, and they're actually able to not just make great money, but change lives. I know I can do it. 
And so I think that the catalyst for me was like really believing in myself and and realizing that I had the skill and believing in myself enough to know to go, you know, believing in myself enough to go after it. No, I think that's that's fantastic. In, in a post-COVID society, we see a lot of people that have had traditional roles. They're, they're going into more entrepreneurship. They're, they're getting digital. I see a lot of that in my field, which is healthcare. Uh, the last question we always ask people when they come on the show, uh, what's your social? You know, not your social security, but where can we find you, Jasmine? Uh, where can we at you? Are you on the gram? Are you on LinkedIn? Give us Give us some of the places where people can find you if they're curious about hearing or reading more. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram and LinkedIn at the Jasmine Womack. And I'm on YouTube as well. All right. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for 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 joining us. We 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 greatly appreciate it and, and look forward to hopefully catching up with you downstream. Thank you so much for having me. It's been All right. a pleasure. All right. Thanks, Jasmine. So Joel is uh thank you for getting Jasmine to to come on. Wanted to Wanted to to pivot, and um, you know she seems very excitable, and, and someone is real serious about going online and getting their getting their paid. Like it's it's um, there's so much opportunity right. online. And one thing she did mention is that you know Instagram, YouTube, these are platforms that, that are free, right? Um, and you can either leverage them to generate revenue, or you could choose not to leverage them. I do a lot of my damage on LinkedIn. I'm really a LinkedIn guy. Um, because, I started follow, when I follow you, that right. gave me the idea I need to Basically, get there. Basically, the spankies that listen to my show on Instagram, they don't they don't do healthcare advertising, so they're they're of, they're of not any monetary value to me. It's right. uh, really where I play and do consulting. It's it's the it's the the LinkedIn crowd. Those are the CEOs. Those are the people that write the checks. Those are the people that really need the support of what I can offer. And the, the LinkedIn crowd is going to be a good crowd for you as well. These are people that are writing dissertations. These are people that are writing books. I'm not against the Instagrams. All of the young people that come on my show, um, Smirk, Lino, Avriana, like the young comedians and singers in Nashville, they're all twerking on reels and, and they're trying to go viral with some comment. But it's just interesting. People that are 24, 25, they don't have a lot of discretionary income. So they're not, they're not consumers. It's not a diss to them. So they might get a million views on something or 500,000 views. But I'd rather get to the 10,000 people that are buyers. That's just my strategy. Right. It's worked for me. It works for different people. Me and you both have products that are, that are, that are kind of niche products. Um, and, you know, they're not necessarily for everybody. But you have to know how to use the Internet to get to who you want to get to. And if you want to get to a million people that are, you know, high school and college age, if that's your brand, then that's what you need to do. If you want to get to people that are a little bit more established, you might want to go to LinkedIn, some of the other platforms. Um, tell us about... One of the reasons I really want to have you on the show is um, tell us about the walk of getting your dissertation, because um, I have several people that are really close to me, near and dear to me, that are finishing up their doctoral degree. And they've had ups, they've had downs, um, they've had to go through, you know, preparing and they've had different chairs and traveling. You know, one of them is traveling to Florida. Uh, that's where they're in school. It's just so much stress and it's, it's so much hard work. You're very fortunate and smart, man. You knocked yours out early, man. You had that thing. You were like 33 or 34. You were done with it. Um, tell us about the plight of getting that dissertation done and, and where someone like a, a JCB ed pro can help an individual that's trying to finish up their dis dissertation. Okay. Well, two things. One, I finished mine. I was 31. All right. So you I go, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can give you props, man. I'm no, not, no, but I'm it, not it, trying to shave three years. Cause that's no, a, that's no, a great accomplishment. But I, it was, it was Lance J's not going, Lance J's never going back to school. Like, like I'm Lance never, J doesn't need ever, 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 ever. Like I, I hope that they give me an honorary doctorate that I've done well in, in, in media, but I'm not going back to school. So I, I finished mine. I did my doctorate in educational leadership. 
I really, I always wanted to do one. My mom, she passed when I was 20 and she was in school getting her doctorate. So she never got to finish. Oh, I didn't it. know that. Uh, she, was, she, was at, uh, she was at Drexel. Oh, okay. Oh, it's school. Wow. I always wanted, that was just something I wanted to finish that process. Wow. It was kind of an internal motivation. Um, you have to have the intestinal fortitude <sighs> to want to get a terminal degree. Uh, there, it's like five years for some people, six, seven, eight years of hazing. You know, they <laughs> want to make sure that you belong in this group. And if they don't think you belong, it's if like your writing is not we up to par. We were at Sigma Psi Omega for <laughs> Listen, it's, like the whole the whole year. We you're online, pledging for like five years. from September to, to April. And everybody <laughs> yeah. doesn't have, people, what, what people end up doing is they'll, they'll skate through the coursework mm -hmm. and think that they're, they're I'm almost right. done. And there'll be what we call ABD. Right. However, when they get to that dissertation, they realize that whatever you did before is no longer good enough. Because now you're at a different level of scrutiny and so that's where sometimes a lot of people, their journey ends right. or they just, they, they get into how many, now how many people quit? I would say, I feel what you got like four or five years in, you got to finish that thing. See, like and you, you would think you that, but you quit. think there's money invested. And you put money in, you put 30, 40, 50 G's So now in you're there. paying continued education credits where mm. you're just to be able to stay and have access to your advisor mm. and the library and things like that. You're paying money. How much does it cost cycle. to get a doctor or a, a terminal degree? Probably about 60 grand. That's what I thought. Probably yeah. about 60 grand. Um, and that was 11 years ago. Right. So I don't know what put it is now. It's like interest like nine and a half percent. Are we talking about my interest on my student loans or which interest are well, you I mean, talking that about? Too. I'm, I'm talking about Biden's economy. Yeah, well, interest in Biden's it, economy. But I tell you, what, the, the important part about it, what I do um, as an editor, I actually finished someone's dissertation last night. Okay. And you really have to help people think differently about their writing. Do you rip people to shreds? Do you? Because one thing I love about you personally and professionally you're brutally honest not not in a not in a malicious way right but just like hey man you know if i'm hiring someone i want someone that's not going to sugarcoat it. i want someone to say look you know you may think if i'm trying to put a book out i want someone to say hey you may think that you're a good writer but you may think that you're right 95 percent of the time but you're really only right like 65 percent of the time i'm here to help you become a good writer, but I need someone that's going to tell me the truth. Well, I have to be brutally honest and also have to make sure they understand that you're not going to circumvent your chair. True. No matter what you think, no matter right. how much you don't like what right. they're telling you. You'd be earnest anyway. Like, yeah, if your chair right. is not happy with what uh, you're doing. L. Ron Hubbard. Like, right. right. It doesn't matter. You're going to have to, you're going to have to circle back to that individual right. because they're the gatekeeper between right. you and what you want. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J. Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios.